0: It's the Listen Up Milwaukee Podcast. And welcome to the podcast. I am your host, Steve Italiano of the Listen Up Milwaukee Podcast. Um, Thank you for listening, I guess, tuning in. Do you tune in or do you download? What is it? Thanks for downloading in.
1: Well, you don't even have to download anymore.
0: Oh, that's Streaming. Stream. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 time <laughs> delayed or not. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and uh, just because I forgot to mention it last time, uh, that mur- music is courtesy of John C., uh, good friend of the podcast. He did uh, a lovely job. Like he, that. uh, that's off his album Shine. So if you uh, like that little riff there, um, you can go find him where fine music is sold.
1: <laughs> uh, the
0: internet the internet yeah. yeah so uh it's one big store CD baby apple store blah 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 but uh thank you John and uh today if you haven't figured out from the voices we have Aaron and oh. Ruben back today yes. For, yes for for another fine podcast and uh
1: the big mouths not the big mouths, <laughs> <not> <laughs> the no. big mouths no. <laughs> i've got
0: an opinion and other people need to know about it exactly <laughs> what what is a podcast you know what why not have a why not yes. you know
1: that's I have what, a microphone, watch mm,
0: out. Uh, yeah, yeah, be careful. <laughs> I have a microphone and a blanket, and I'm not afraid to use it. Right. Um, that's a lovely
1: blanket. Barb does such a nice job with these.
0: Yeah, so uh, what Aaron is referring to is I've got two people bundled up as, right. um, as 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 most white boys doing a podcast. We're in the basement. Um, <laughs> that just sounds like something I would have said, right? Yeah, well, and that's, you know... Hey Ruben,
2: where are you at? This happen? I'm kicking with this white boy in his basement. Doing, yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: Passing
0: and all this other
2: stuff.
1: You oh, know how it is. Yeah. They got blankets, right?
0: <laughs> and uh, so they're they're bundled up because they're a little chilly. Although I think it's quite. I'm actually separate. a little warm right now, so I'm. Yeah, be, all right. yeah. Oh, you're fired up, then. Yeah, That's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> um, so anyway, we've gathered here today to uh do a podcast, and this was an idea brought to us by by Ruben. This is uh, so we're gonna let him take over. We're going to let him uh, rule the uh, streaming <laughs> waves or download waves or the streaming bandwidth for uh, for his this. So, Ruben, why don't you uh, take it away? Well,
2: um, how we came up with this concept was just based off of a conversation. We happened to get into just discussing uh, where we at currently politically in the discussion, the tone of things, social media, television. And I was like, the problem we have is that the way we discuss sports and our sports culture, we've applied that to politics and a lot of things in our life now, that they're hard extremes. It's my team, you know, it's gotta be my team. It's my way or the highway. The other side is absolutely wrong. There is no middle ground. There's a lack of respect there, you know, just Mm -hmm. the, the total disrespect and it's no longer, from the point of where you can, you know, previously were like, okay, well, Obama was in office, so, you know, it was racially motivated. But I'm like, it was there before that. Oh,
1: you way, know? Bu- way before
2: yeah, that. that. Yeah, it obviously came to a point. This has been happening was, for oh, yeah. seasons now. <laughs> it's, been, it's been ratcheting up, you know, it goes, it probably, what what would you say probably broke the, uh, shall we say, the floodgates was probably going back to Gary Hart, where, you know, the fact that he was seeing this woman and everything became news. Oh, it the was, monkey business. Right. It was worth, now it was like, okay, we, we can report on that. So it's no longer off limits. So mm-hmm. I think once that happened and, and other people, you start seeing things that you never were presented before, that that shift happened. So every every minute, every day, somebody takes it a step further.
1: Yeah. Oh. oh, so they you're saying like the once they introduced the personal life. And the, right. it's like okay the lascivious that's, nature yeah. of man right. <laughs> then, and, then it became
2: right it became uh, f- gloves off. fodder and yeah we have just gotten you know it's no longer us and them it's us or them right depending on and we were just talking about this it doesn't matter what side you're on <laughs> even within the sides you know you still have your factions and it's my factions the only way on the highway so well,
1: yeah god likes our team well, of course he does. Right. God's on our side.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, all right. Now so I'm going to. God or she God? Which God are you talking yeah.
1: about? Uh, the Black Lady she, God. Right? I'm going to exactly. go politically correct and say it's a Black woman. The
0: Black Woman God? Okay. Right. Um, with uh, a disability. With a disability. Who <laughs> <laughs> works at the post office? Right. Uh, no. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> But she's... Uh, That's 15 more points on
2: the <laughs> test. I'm just saying. And just to play it safe, I'm pretty sure her uh, alphabet uh, identifier of choice is probably Q. Just uh, she's not sure. So she's pretty neutral and everything. She's a questioner. Yeah, she's, she's a, a questioner. A, she's a questioner. Is that, okay, is that what the Q means? Mm-hmm. Questioning. 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 Okay. Thank you for clearing that not up. hard
0: <laughs> G or hard L. I, be I'm like, where did this extra letter come from? But anyway, way off. Everybody's
1: included. Right. Well, now... And then you're an A I'm, for I'm, an I'm, ally.
0: Am I? I? I don't have, I'm not a WB. Yeah, I'm not just a plain you, old white boy.
1: But if you, uh, you know, you, you don't know any gays, but if you did, you'd be an ally.
0: I know gays.
1: Oh, do you? You love the gays?
0: Oh, my goodness. Barbara and I each have a gay aunt.
1: Oh, oh, that doesn't count. That's family.
0: <laughs> I know Carly.
1: You know, yeah. Oh, you guys, you let it hanging out.
0: Too. Hey, we're Facebook friends. Oh, mm-hmm. that means nothing to me. I, this is almost the equivalent of you know I have a black friend. Yeah, I, right, you know, right. but it's like I have three.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good lord. Right. Right. Anyway, that's now we're getting now now we're now now we're talking about different kinds of teams here. Right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, since you guys brought this topic up. I I did a little thinking on my own. I wasn't involved in your initial discussion. Yeah.
1: Well, this is a discussion we have all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm>, uh, <laughs> we we have just, this weekly. Because <laughs> you, oh,
2: yeah. you get fed up with everything. You see so much and part of it hits me is um, I'm like, or so we say recently back on Facebook, found out my two-year ban, whatever reason, was lifted. So my phone <laughs> number was no longer banned. That's a whole other topic got of discussion. You banned from Facebook? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Multiple times. Multiple times. And then finally <laughs> they just boot. And I was like, the heck with it. That I can't repost something, but when I got back on there, not that I wasn't already aware of it, you know, everybody knows how sensitive everyone's gotten. Oh. But now with Facebook and the streaming, you see people and how they, uh, again, that sports culture, they the troll. Trollosity (laughs) that that the troll mentality right is so prevalent and it's grown and it's people don't think of it as a troll mentality anymore they think that's just regular that's how you're just supposed to be I'm supposed to just keep you know I I almost look at it with some people I want to say what folks used to say about me. It's like, how old are you? How are you still making you know, it's like, when why do you still have energy for this? And it seems the most minor things you want to go on and on about for hours on end. And it's like But that's the thing. I
1: know one thing, and I'm gonna tell everybody about it. And the minute anybody gives me any kind of grief and or let alone evidence about how my position might be, in the slightest way, incorrect. Mm -hmm. You have a pack of wild dogs on you. Like, nobody can just express an opinion. It has to be, I know this to be true because of this article that I didn't read, and I'm going to post it. You know, so there's no, there's no ability to discern anymore because everyone is so busy regurgitating things that might not be found to be true. You know, how mm-hmm. do you, how do you have any kind of, um, you know, constructive conversation with anyone without someone just jumping down your throat?
0: Mm. Well, let's, I mean, there's a couple things that I'm going to bring
1: sure. up and, <laughs>
0: well, no, I, and, and, and it, it, it boils down to all these different things, whether it's politics, whether it's type of clothing you wear i mean um uh, ruben alluded to the gary hart situation Mm -hmm. when he was running for office and uh somebody got found out he was having an affair and that brought down his political ambitions because everybody was totally oh my god okay But, but that
1: one creepy photo of an old man with a woman in his lap that is just ugh gross. (laughs) gross. <laughs> like a woman that it's, is it's, it's, it's a not even thing. remotely close to his age.
0: Uh, was it half your age plus seven? She was there. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Right. Um, Jessica Hunt. She's <laughs> an adult though. That's, that's the main right, thing. Is. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Creepy. She's of legal voting With age. With daddy issues. Well, <laughs> don't even get me started on that. <laughs> but so uh, Ruben kind of alluded to that being maybe the breaking point, but I think there were a lot of things that built up to that, because that was 1980, correct? Yeah, okay. okay that was ancient oh, history memory. by the days, yeah, okay. Um, That was the, well, the election year 1980. Before, uh, yeah, because. Um, so it would have been 70, yeah, because it wasn't. I thought that was in the
2: 80s that finally. I remember cause it. Because Gary, because wasn't he in the same group of candidates, I think, when Clinton uh Oh no, wasn't, no, 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 it no. wasn't
1: that. I would guess mid 90s. Oh no, yeah, yeah, that's. But that would still, yeah, that would still be in the, the 80s, Harry. yeah. It had to be in the late 80s, yeah, cuz the 90s were the Clintons.
2: was that Mondale that ended up with uh, Geraldine Ferraro, I think? Uh mm-hmm. was that uh that, that, that was in it? Just look it up. I am. Okay, right. <laughs> just guessing here. Good Lord, I'm like Fred and Barney, well, just, right? Where I just picture people
1: screaming. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, what I'm is sure. What's wrong with you? I know Why the don't right y'all answer. Know this? How can? Oh, I'm people... sorry. It was
0: spring of '87. Yes, Think. so it would have been the '88 80, uh, election. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, election year '88. For some reason, I, I I must just be that old
1: that mm, awesome. <laughs> I must be
0: that far back. So, uh, and just by the way, Gary Hart's 82 right now. So, good gracious. Goodness gracious, man. Yeah. Um, actually, well, yeah, 82. He's got a birthday coming up. <laughs> anyway, so he will be <laughs> 83. Birthday. Nice. Mr. President. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. We, Wannabe. Um, maybe
1: we can get her to sing in the monkey business. All
0: right. So, 87. But I'm going to say, and again, now we, let's, if we're going to use that as our time marker for when civility started to fall away. I mean, we could go back. Of but, course. But I'm going to say 1987. <laughs> to
1: impeached presidents. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> to impeached presidents. Well,
0: uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, yes, the press protected people in office. Mm-hmm. We know that. Right. You know, no photographs of FDR in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the press, everybody knew what Kennedy was sticking his dick in, but nobody said anything. What? What really shocked, aren't you? (laughs)
1: That's
0: that's why I love Mars Attacks. This is the Kennedy room. (laughs) But um, but you know, so the press protected that. There's some a lot of people who will point to um, Vietnam and that breakdown. Sure. When people first got to see a war. Sure. Well, when people first got to see a war, and and I'm gonna all these things are gonna link up in a second here. (laughs) But we had Vietnam. We had. we had war on television. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had Watergate. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, if we want to jump to Gary Hart, but if we look at how these things came about, and this is this is my position, and I'm not blaming it on any one particular group. Why not? Because <laughs> I mean, it would be it would be unfair. It would be unfair. Agree. But but <laughs> if you look at basically. The speed with which we communicate has brought this downfall. Okay? Definitely. I mean, you look the speed at of communication has increased consistently. I mean, there have been political rivalries before. Okay. And I can pull them up on my iPad and I did that just before we started, but I could and and they go back to the founding fathers. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, uh, one of the big ones that, that was noted and makes sense is Thomas Jefferson and Alexander Hamilton. Two completely different ideas, strong government, government that, you know, uh, two different ways of thinking about it. Uh, And that, I mean, that led to the the Aaron Burr, you know, Alexander Hamilton duel, for Mm. God's sakes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't, we we haven't gotten to that point yet, you know, I mean. uh,
1: Oh, we will in a couple of years, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. Well, we've political assassinations. But, but I mean, I think the thing that kept maybe at that, you know, what was the communication process back then? I mean, we remember it took 11 years to ratify the constitution because you couldn't just pick up your phone and vote yes or no. Mm. It was each place had to get everybody together. Each state had to get their legislature together. Each state had to debate it. Each state had to vote on it. The, the articles had, and then back and forth and back and forth. And and again, it's a written letter. I mean, we Mm -hmm. didn't have telegraphs back then. So, you know, and then you, you had the next big jump, I would think, um, would have been you know the telegraph and we see um and i gotta look it up now because i don't my mother was a history teacher if i get this wrong she'll roll over in her grave (laughs) but uh abraham lincoln uh and you know the debates for the 1960 1860 president 1860 presidential election right um Stephen Douglas. Why do I always? I always want to say Frederick Douglas. That's why I want to double check it. Um,
1: That'd be that would have been pretty cool actually <laughs> if he would have had that much pull. Yeah, right. well, but it would be a lot f- farther in race relations, that's for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, I would but, hope so. But uh, Abraham <laughs> Lincoln and Stephen Douglas, okay, very storied rivalry, and of course we had the telegraph at that time, or at least it's starting to. So news is traveling faster at that point. Um, you know, the next big jump, radio. Um, I'm just trying to think, well, maybe even, maybe even, yeah, we had radio and I'll say even like motion pictures where you at least got to see your candidate Mm -hmm. and, but it was still localized debates and reporting in newspapers, which maybe had a 24 hour turnaround, maybe not even longer, depending on who was writing the article and what the slant was. Um, you know, from there we went to television and we all know what happened in the you know, 1960 debates with Nixon and Kennedy,
1: mm-hmm. you know? Sweating profusely. <laughs>
0: and then from television,
2: you actually went to cable television and the uh, invention of the 24-hour news cycle.
0: Well, and and then we hit Gary Hart. I mean, that's mm-hmm. smack dab right there, right? Almost? Yeah. Keep talking. I got to cough. Uh, sure.
1: Lady, or late 80s. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean to say.
0: <laughs> I mean, the seeds have always been there, you know? <laughs> Right, but I, I think what's happened is the the, the rate at which they had those seeds of distrust or mayhem or mm-hmm. political views being so opposed that they can't fit together have always been there. But like I said, the rate at which they grow now they're being fertilized by this mass media. And now, oh, absolutely. I mean, you look at um, well, a- again, now uh, Barack Obama being really the first president to tweet on a regular basis, right? I mean, I you you didn't hear the term POTUS.
1: Well, I don't think Twitter existed before him, did it?
0: Uh, well, is it, I <laughs> don't well, you know. I guess it's only ten, twelve years old. Yeah, yeah.
1: I can't imagine that it existed.
0: Right. But and, I but, but I'd say you know, and again, all in that time frame. Now mm-hmm. we've gone to this instantaneous. I can think it. I can say it. I can post it, and it's there.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's for everyone to see. Well, right.
1: and not only that, you're not. In this day and age, people tend to tweet angry. You know, it, it's they don't, you know, you used to have to collect your thoughts and think about what you were going to say. And by the time you, you know, got to that person, you'd maybe calm down a little bit and become a little bit more rational. Now it's just people just screaming into the abyss incoherently Very and true. not thinking about. What they're saying and how they're saying it. Well, you know, I am this person that is um, an entity unto myself. I am anonymous, and so therefore, there's no repercussions for what I do or um, how I say things. And so, I'm going to say whatever I want.
0: Well, very true. I, I uh-huh. and, and I'm and I'm right there with you. I mean, there are very few people I know who would say. In person, to somebody's face, what I see them post on the internet.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I I mean, let alone share their political beliefs with somebody in person. Right. Right. I'm always trying to get people to have a, you know, a strong discussion, a cogent argument, you know, some salient points. I mean, can we come to the middle? Can we have? Some spirited debate, um, find a resolution to something. um, If not, agree to disagree and part amicably. You know, it just doesn't seem to be possible at this point, which is so sad. Well, I
0: think, and I, I think part of it is when when I talk about the information age and how fast information comes at us. It's more of the. I think people are fueled more by the misinformation. Oh, absolutely! You know, they're they're fueled by the soundbite. Absolutely, of course. They're they're they're, they're and the, the headline. Yeah. By the headline, when, you know it's it's the old movie poster gag. It's surprisingly, you know, dot 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 dot. Yeah, it's surprisingly crap, bad. you know, <laughs> bad, you know. But you know, from, from the New York Times critic, they just had a. Uh, it was on.
2: It's on Showtime currently. The, the Roger Ailes story mm. uh, for him creating Fox News okay. and everything that happened with that. But just one of the points he kept making was you don't have to inform the public with news. We can control them because we don't give them information to tell them how to think, but we will tell them how to feel and then they'll basically buy into whatever else we say. Right. We we are the messenger. Right, but it's like, you know, like you said, the misinformation, it was like, okay, I know you're angry and instead of me necessarily presenting the facts, let me just keep you angry and then I will slip some information in there and because you're I've allowed you to justify your anger. You're going to absorb the information I give you, whether it's right or wrong. That's well, a very
1: good point. Right. That right. that now it's not about fact; it's about how you feel. Right. You right. Know? Well, how I feel is this way, so therefore it must be true. Right.
0: Well, one of the big memes or whatever is it's uh, going around on Facebook is uh, remember Walter Cronkite. You know that? Have you seen that one? I haven't seen it. You know where? And again, it's just it's very brief. How you know. Everybody and it's in a certain generation trusted him, right? Because they read the news; they were news presenters right. and and journalists. Mm-hmm. Where now,
1: it's the opinion. Well, right, right. it's it, it, there. There
0: is very little fact in news, mm-hmm. and it's all about how you feel. And I'll tell you, it's even how things are worded. And I and I don't know if it's done sometimes for editorial effect or not, but. One thing, and this goes back a ways, but it just, it kind of proves my point, but um, there used to be a radio personality that was on Milwaukee Radio a long time, Jonathan Green. I don't know if you guys, you don't remember.
1: I remember the name.
0: Yeah, he was, anyway, um, Milwaukee Radio for like 30 years, okay? And he was a Harley Davidson rider. I mean, he wasn't a hardcore tattooed kind of guy, but he liked his motorcycle. Mm -hmm. And he used to pitch a fit every time... Because every time they reported a motorcycle involved in an accident, they would always report whether or not he was wearing the, the individual was wearing a helmet or not. Whether it was a fatality or not. Right. You know, like motor- it matters. Well, and that Pay was his point. To
1: your that was his point. Because
0: you know, we didn't we don't have a I mean, there's no mandatory helmet law in Wisconsin. And, and I think he was an advocate of that. I mean, he right. wore a helmet, but you should have a choice. Right, you know. it's your choice. But he goes, why does that matter in the story, and why do we report it like that? Right. Mm-hmm. That's, and your editorial, even something that small, What he was kind of shaking his fist, it was the editorialization of news. Right. Wear your helmet. You know, subliminally, wear your helmet. He wasn't wearing a helmet, and he had an accident. You don't wear your helmet, you're going to have an accident. You yeah, know? but
1: at what point is the helmet wearing you? I mean, a lot of these accidents—they're going so fast, or they're on the freeway. It's like a helmet is going to matter. Well,
0: right, but but his point being is, the fact that there was an accident had nothing to do with the guy wearing a helmet or not. Right. Right, Exactly. Fatality—he suffered a head injury. He wasn't wearing a helmet, therefore he died. Part of the story. Mm -hmm. Right. Injury. Here's why it happened. And I think that's what's happening with a lot of news. And and again, even people that you. You don't, you think you trust. You know, I mean, we always say this is the world's freest country. We can report anything, everything. There's no (laughs) hidden secrets. We, the news media will. There's always an agenda. Yeah. But, and, and and like I said, I think it really, you know, Ted Turner and CNN is is probably where you start to see that in uh, news reporting. Right. Because how the hell do you report news for 24 hours? Right. Well, and with just
2: the simple fact that, Truly, have less local news. It's almost all corporate owned. So the parent company structure is the same. There's marching orders that come down. You know right. how to the point that it's not necessarily Your local station, may be yes, it's telling you local news, but it's still being guided by national well, and organization everything to is get everybody in line. Yeah. You know, get everybody in step together.
0: So, well, so is and, and again, I don't. Uh, so, are we becoming more and more of a well, I don't want to call it. I don't want to call it like you know, in the in the old days of the Soviet Union, where they had you know one news channel, and you got the state news.
1: Right, we well, still do.
0: Well, you know, America <laughs> in and of itself, what do you like think RT
1: is right. First well,
2: <laughs> talking about how bad things have got. The underlying roots have always been there, and I don't even know if we can say it's just an obviously an American problem or issues. Just like we don't want to become like Russia. But America and our concept of, shall we say, democracy, you know, live free, you know. Uh, but we have, the hypocrisy has always been, there's some aspects of our society of like, you need to conform, though. They really don't want you to necessarily be free because then, you know, you're not an American. If it's not about uh, being patriotic enough, for the longest time it was about religion, you know, historically, all the issues we're giving towards, uh, shall we say, you know, people worried, but there's going to be Sharia law. And I'm like, God, I remember, you know, if I h- think about history that I wasn't part of white America was worried about white Catholics versus <laughs> being Protestants. And I'm like, what, you know, I'm like, when you just hear some white of the fight with each
0: other. And I'm like, y'all fight, <laughs> what were
2: y'all fighting over? I'm like, what is the difference between y'all again? You know yeah. and I'm like, but you were worried about that. You were worried about Kennedy because he was a Catholic president and I'm like, y'all actually worried about that? You know, versus the things you're concerned about now. But that there's always something about, for all the things, like, we're this big melting pot. Eventually, when it boils down to it, it's like, but eh, you're not part of my melting pot.
1: Mm, you're not well. like
2: me. You know, we talk about, even when we, You know that we talk about immigration. They're like, they're going to come in here and change things. I'm like, I thought we were the melting pot. What are you worried about? Well, they're not like us. And I'm just like,
1: "Eh." well, like you. Yeah, but we need, we're going to need people. That's the whole, that's the whole, my whole immigration argument. We are going to need people to have jobs. We are declining as a society due to the population declining. And if we don't start to have people here <laughs> where do we go <laughs> well
2: i'm am amazed and this is again we always get a little sidetracked, but we hear about all the, the immigrants that are still coming to our country and i was mm. like why part, part of me well part of it i'm <laughs> like Did you really walk that far this is a come here i'm like you know the bit i'm like I can I can only say it's got to be real. You're willing to go through all that to come right. here, and this is not a bed of roses. Well, nothing's but, guaranteed. It's now, effed I, up for lack well, of a better I, way to describe a lot of things. Yeah, um, but they're like it's still better than what I had. And I'm like I feel you on that. Well, I feel <laughs> right. Well, I, I, you
0: know, I mean, we're, we're and I hate to say it, but you know, by the time and I'll call it an immigrant population gets to second and third generation. That third generation is fat, stupid, and lazy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and and not. I mean, well, that's our culture. But that's <laughs> no. But it is. It is. It's like we've made it. It's always been this way. I don't remember the hard times.
1: Right.
0: Um. Uh, last year I was on jury duty. And, uh, when was I on jury duty? Last year. Oh, February. No, no, it was February because it was cold out. And, yeah, I had to postpone it because of my surgery. Anyway, so I'm on jury duty, and it was a very unique trial. We had a gentleman with some mental health issues who just constantly was disrupting it. So we literally spent more time in the back room than we did in the jury box. Mm. All right. Uh, The good news is, yes, he was convicted of his crime, but was deemed not mentally sound and is hopefully now getting the assistance he needs to correct, not correct, but deal with his mental issues, which was a little bit... Took a little bit of a load off our shoulders, you know. it's yeah, a it,
1: lovely thought, but I'm sure it's not true. Well,
0: no, but we, I mean. We they, don't
1: care about mental health either. Well, no,
0: that's why they gave him 20 years. To um, <laughs> well, think about it. To think, yes. Yeah, think about house. what you mental did for 20 years, lives. and then maybe we'll give you a pill when you get out. But anyway, um, the, you know, there's 14 of us, because there's always two alternates, at least in this court. And one of the women who was on the regular jury just sat there, never really. We, we all got to know each other pretty well because we spent a lot of time talking. And on the last day, we were talking about immigration. And I said, you know, I I don't have a problem with people coming here. I said, but even when my grandfather came over and my great, I'm sorry, my great-grandfather and my great-grandmother came over here, you had to have money in your pocket, all right? I mean, and it's on the ship's manifest. Do you have, you know, how much money do you have? You had to have a minimum of $20. You had to have an address address. Where you were going to, somebody who sponsored you. So you had an address, you, so you didn't sleep on the streets. Right. So it was like, yeah, we'll take you because you got a place to go. You got some money to survive for a while. You can get on your feet, get a job. And this woman who'd been quiet for three days says, it's still that way.
1: Oh, bless her heart. Because, well, no, 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 no.
0: Because she, oh, God, where did she go? Um, one of the, uh, during the Bosnian conflict. And I, and I, not in Albania, maybe she was, yeah, I think she was Albanian. And, and. Anians is always something. <laughs> but <laughs> she had come over in 1998 and they have what they call a green card lottery. And you not only have to win the lottery and there's only like, I think they only like 500 people a year win the lottery. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only do you have to win the lottery, But then you have to qualify. So they went through, even though they were allowed to immigrate, it took a year and a half because they had to have $20,000. They had to have secured housing before they came over here. So legal immigration, in this sense, is still very much the same. We'll take you in, but initially they don't want you to, I mean, they don't want you to be a burden. To the to the to the society, yeah. I'll call it. But so they had to go through all these hoops, and and this was during a time when, you know, you got shot walking across the street by a, to get a loaf of bread because you're that nationality and not mine. Right. Mm-hmm. So she was thrilled to be here, and and really had some very nice things to say about coming to coming to America, and and our society. You know how refreshing it was. How now? Maybe they come in with a little bit of blinders on.
1: Well, but you c- don't hear c- the mortars, do you? It's well, real. right. <laughs> but but again, yeah, when yeah. you
0: look at what 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 you know, I mean, look at me. Okay, I'm fat. I'm stupid. I'm lazy. I'm sitting here with thousands of dollars of equipment, being able to broadcast a podcast. Sure. This doesn't happen in certain places. It's all relative, but, you know, right? You know, and and appreciate what you got. Right? And I, but again, I don't think about it. I'm right. Right. I'll shake my fist and you know, say, oh, they're charging me X amount of dollars to do this. You know? This is your norm. Right. This is my norm. So, <laughs> And now I lost my train of thought, so I'll let you guys carry on. <laughs> well, no. You know what the funny,
2: and you know, again, we'll, we got to get back to the sports culture, but when we talk about, uh, you know, this is almost the anger we have and like the lack of civility. Uh, when I think about immigration sometimes, and this is like then strictly through my personal lens, I do not like hearing about kids in cages, right? right. But then I don't like the fact that uh, part of me wants to be like, why do you have, part of me goes, I I got so much duality because I'm just like, all right, you're trying to find a better life for your family. Why would you bring little kids on such a harrowing journey versus one person or a couple people come here and get themselves established and it makes it easier to have them come to something versus, you know, you are really going through a lot of hazards, wow. hoping. And I understand if things are so bad that you really right. got to take that shot. And I think, you know, all the TV we watch and everything else, I'm like, all right, if this was like a, you know, a lot of this almost seems like zombie apocalypse to me where it's like, all right, I just have to go somewhere other than be here right. and hope I can find something better. And I'm like, Is it, because that's not my norm, I can't, you know, I don't know what it's like to be a... uh It is an environmental refugee, refugee, in a sense that the land where I'm normally I can live off the land, I didn't need anything else. It is dying. That area is dead. So I've got to go somewhere else to try and seek a way of life. That I've heard that as reasons for some people immigrate. I don't, you know, I hear about it. I can understand it, but you know. I'm one of these people, I have the luxury of not even cooking most nights at home. I can afford to just go, because of my culture and where I'm at, I can just, I don't even want, I I don't want to get out my car to feed myself. I go through a drive-through, or I call somebody to bring me my food. So am I even really allowed to have the conversation about somebody that's like, look, my land won't grow food anymore. I've got to go somewhere else. But I hear that, and sometimes I get mad because I'm just like, well, look, you can't just come here and tell me what I got to do for you. You know i'm trying to this is America. we got people here still trying to do for themselves right. you know i'm like you know if i look at it just from a black lens i'm like it's not like i'm getting treated fair here don't tell me about how they're treating you but i'm like we all have our norm right. and that doesn't mean i have the right to judge them strictly by my norm because what i'm going through is not what they're going through right mm-hmm. and what every man Woman, Every man, woman, and child has to go through to try and survive and seek something better. That's that own unique lens. But still, I'm an American. I got an opinion about it. And there's only one way it should be getting done, which is my way, versus saying what's the real middle ground of, okay, somebody needs help. Can I afford to help them? Can I re- What can I realistically do to help them? And versus, and is this just strictly a handout versus saying, hey, I'm in a position to be able to help somebody. You know, if I'm on the boat and you're drowning and I can just reach down a hand and pull you up, shouldn't
0: I at least do that, you know? Right. Well, you know, Throw your preserver or something. And, and, right. And, uh, and I know we're, again, wow, tangent. Shocking. Yeah. But um, we have recently met some people, um, and I believe they're Laotian. And it's, it was kind of funny because the husband was explaining how, or Cambodian, I'm sorry, how he got out of Cambodia. And it was his older brother had been killed by the government. His father had been killed by the government. He's 13 years old. He's got a 10-year-old brother and his mother and literally s- traveling at night Did through it? the jungle. And they hired basically what we would call a coyote. Right, right. <laughs> to get them to across the border. And then once in a refugee camp, they, he was sponsored by, um, one of the churches here in in Milwaukee, he and his family got a sponsor and they moved to Milwaukee again, spent everything they had gave us everything they owned to the coyotes so they could get out of that situation where they feared for their life constantly, because again, they're the wrong political party or they're the wrong nationality, um. So forget starving to death or not having a chance to make a living. Just, you didn't have the right to be alive there. So (laughs) 10 years later, he goes back to visit because things have calmed down politically and he had gone through this harrowing month long journey, a couple months in a refugee camp, getting sponsored, finally getting over to the U.S., getting settled, you know, through a settlement house and through the church. He goes back to Cambodia. His wife, Polly's a very funny lady, um, very talkative, but she said, um, you know, so he come and meet my parents and they say, okay, this is who you're going to marry. And she's like, I don't want to marry him. He's like, but you get on plane, you, you marry him, you go to America. She goes, okay, I go on plane. <laughs> you know, again, 10 years later, it was hopping a plane and go, you know, mm-hmm. and not, not through that. So his reality is a lot harsher and his view is a lot harsher than hers sure of, of getting here you know so um that story had a meaning somewhere didn't it
2: well funny story just to piggyback on that so sure. and i remember uh, i'm a graduate of the united states merchant marine academy and i came out in uh that was class of 93 but i remember this was either my sophomore or junior year one young man uh, actually i think it was maybe my indoctrination class uh, I want to say he was Cambodian. I may be wrong trying to remember because I don't remember his name, but I do remember when he everybody's talking about how they ended up at the academy. You know, okay. most of us the normal route. Oh, you know, I've always been in some people. I've been in ROTC all through high school, blah, blah, blah. I was telling them how hey, one of the coach, football coaches came to me because he was looking for players that could handle the academic uh, reality of academy life there, but could still play football. I'm like, that's, I didn't even know the academy existed yada, 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 you know. And this guy, when he told his story, before he even got to talking about how he got to the academy, was, again, what it took just to escape his country yeah. and then to make it over here. And it's kind of one of them things where it's just like, you know, us sitting around bitching at night about how hard it is, people yelling at us, and all, you know, that's ridiculous. They don't have to talk to us like that. I'm like, this man, young man, you know, exactly. they not older man. not one of, like, the Marine Corps Drill instructors we had perhaps that have been through Vietnam. This guy's our same age and he's already witnessed relatives get killed. He has already ran for his life. At best, I've run to get a good time at yeah. a sport event. I've run because some boys threatened to jump me or something like that. But, you know, I was in no real life or death danger, yeah. you know, or because of my father's, <laughs> my grandfather's political affiliation. You know, and even from, I say again, the black lens and everything, I I didn't grow up in the deep south where, you know, a wrong glance could get me killed. That that wasn't my reality. I know it's part of history. Whereas now and I'm next to a guy, his very reality right. was, you know, true life and death <laughs> experiences before he even got over here. There's was just one of the things, it was just like, I think the guy who was a student drill instructor at the time was like, man, it ain't really too much more I need to say to you, is there? You know, like, what am I going to yell at you and complain yeah. you about? It's just like, you know, because, you know, you can't help a joke about it later. I'm like, you know, if you really piss this guy off, he's probably hadn't told us this, but he's probably killed before. So
0: he's he's right. really the person not to mess with here. You know? Right. Yeah. But that's, you know, and, and I think to kind of bring this around. Part of this divisiveness that's developing is is our lack of
1: empathy. Empathy, well and <laughs> oh, yeah. but also
0: gratefulness for what we have. Absolutely. Um
1: and perspective. Well, we have uh, no perspective. And I order.
0: guess that's what I wanted to say. Yes, yeah. you hit the nail on the head, the word. Usually. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. just just for those new listeners, Aaron is our resident thesaurus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I got him from perspective, that's that's disappointing. I'm not going to be very happy with uh, that. <laughs> well, perspective, my... really? That was the vocab. <laughs>
0: Yeah, look what you're dealing with,
1: though.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm. But it's true. I everybody mean, should all, have three concussions. We all have to look at
1: <laughs> things in. You know, that that motto, the walk in another person's shoes, really should start to ring true again. Oh like yeah. The fact that we aren't able to see someone else's perspective through their lens, what they've gone through, what they've overcome, what they, you know, their daily ritual, regardless of how. Um, Whatever opposite it is, whether it's, you know, completely rigorous to, you know, silver spoon in the mouth, you know, everybody has some sort of adversity, you know, and, and, until we're really able to digest that and chew on it and, and really let it ruminate. The, we're not going to move forward. We're just not. We have to start, um, you know, I, I keep making this joke. I'm like, we better start coming together before the aliens get here.
0: Because, because
1: it's all going to go down then well, I mean if we're if we're all so busy fighting with one another, where are we going to go? You know how, what this- how are we going to innovate? How are we going to um, make things great? you know how are we I, I didn't mean to make a tagline but but it, it we don't have a purpose if we're so busy making each other miserable because we have to let somebody know our opinion. We have to get that out.
2: If I can well, quote a great man, uh James Cameron from Terminator that's... Two
1: <laughs> Where they had a line
2: with the uh, the little kid that was uh John that played John Connor. Yeah. And uh Arnold and he's like he watches some little kids fight on the playground and he goes, he looks at the Terminator, he's like, We're not gonna make it, are we? And it's like, it's in your nature to destroy yourselves. And it just seems like for the things we're talking about, you know, we could probably be having this conversation at any Year in any point in history, and someone feels the way we do. Oh, absolutely! Oh, yeah. We have taken this sports culture approach to things, uh, and because, unfortunately, it's human nature, we just, you know, eventually, you know, someone gets to be stronger than someone else. So once mm-hmm. that happens, my opinion is right. I see that. So you know, it's not man, not male culture. It's human nature to emulate what
0: we well, view it's as that strength.
1: Need to be the king of the mountain. Well, like, you know, no. push everybody off, and I am the king, and I am right. Well,
0: <laughs> I'm I'm gonna come around here. You know, we, we we were did we talk about? I don't know if I recorded that part or not. We were talking about what the Q means in LGBTQ. Oh yeah. no, we were oh, we, no, we weren't talking yet. Okay, <laughs> earlier, let's 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 right. um, before I hit the record button. Um, but let us let me pose this to you, all right? And I'm going to... This little device here, my phone, allows me to have an individual voice. Yep. Okay? With can, multiple platforms. With multiple <laughs> platforms. Um, multiple platforms in multiple places uh, to multiple people, and really worldwide, with the exception of China, where they block Google. Um, but... Um,
1: Do they, though? <laughs> but
0: But by being...
1: No, you can't block Google. They're going to have their own China Google.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, but by having so many individuals now, okay, and I'm not saying being an individual is wrong, okay, but nobody is part of a group anymore oh that's
1: not true no I, I, that's you, that's that's what's causing the discourse it's, it's, it's this tribe mentality you're even, in my group yeah. so therefore we are right because even though <laughs>
2: we have the individual voice we have sought
0: out those who sound like ourselves
1: mm-hmm. yeah the parents you know, have come, come to rearsight but stand. has
0: the chatter gotten so loud because we all have a voice and not as okay then we may be part of that group but that group isn't Even the groups aren't in unison. Mm. Okay? Yeah. So by having so many individuals, you know, and and, uh, I'm not even thinking of, uh, so Group A used to, and again, let's take it back a while. Fine. We, you know, back in civil rights, that was a civil rights group. We had marches, we had sit-ins, we had protests.
1: Less boycotts.
0: But you still oh, and boycotts, okay. but, you, but you still had Dr. King and Malcolm X. But you had leaders.
2: Still,
1: getting murdered. But
2: but different viewpoints on how to achieve what they felt were the same goal within which, from an outsider viewpoint, they're the same group. And I'm right. like, well,
1: from the inside, you're like, no, no, two okay. different camps. I'm, I'll give Violet you that. No, but <laughs> but, but, but uh,
0: a common front with a common goal. Well, I shouldn't say common front, common goal. Right. Okay, common goal two different messages, but, and you, and, but now that same group is going to have, is, is going to, is, I think they, they're fractioned, they, mm-hmm. they fraction themselves and now you've got subgroups to a group and each of them is trying to have a voice and each of them is trying to prove a point and the, the, the entire messages got lost. I mean... And and again, not that I agree or disagree with it, but I'm going to bring up the Colin Kaepernick thing, okay? Sure. What has happened? The protest became the news and not what it stood for.
1: Not the message. Not
0: the message. The message is completely lost. Agree or disagree with them, and I know most people in in my demographic are going to disagree with them, but the message got lost and the protest became the message. All right? And that's frustrating, okay,
2: sure um, but in if why it got lost, probably part of it is also for the simple fact of uh, again our politics and sport culture. I co-opted I would think, you know, again, I would say the right help that not. Because I'm saying it because of the right, but because of the fact it served the purpose of keeping their base motivated. Wow. That anger of, again, it's that, that my talking about this and where I want to steer this conversation. If nothing else, from a certain point of view, it just helps keep my base, my group of people huh. in line with me Uh
1: you angry know, the anger,
2: right, Because and that anger is one of the reasons why the message got lost, because I found something that they would feel angry about, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't care about the uh, what the original message was, but I got you to feel a certain way because you felt it was disrespectful to <laughs> the flag.
1: Well, to... To take a, a message such as "I would like to be looked at as a human being" and turn it into "You don't care about the troops" is an act of genius. Yeah, I mean it is to to misconstrue a message like that is amazing. I mean it it really is amazing to me because I've I've talked with people. You know, last football season, I you know did the whole thing. You know, going to the parties and everything, and to hear. That many people talk about how, well, he just doesn't respect the flag or the troops or bald eagles or whatever the, whatever <laughs> right. the, you know, insert here was. It was amazing to me. And I'm like, did you guys even that listen that to what the traction. man right. said? Right. Right. Because it had nothing to do with that. It well, had to do with people being shot. Well, and you and, know? and
0: we become a country of spin. Oh, yep. absolutely. I'm going to take whatever happens and spin it in my way.
1: Right, right. right. Um,
0: right. And, and I have been to plenty of sporting events where if if kneeling with your head bowed during the national anthem is disrespectful to the country i can go to any sporting event anywhere in this country tonight and show you four minimum four to five chuckleheads so drunk they even forget to take off their hat and they're too busy drinking their beer to even notice the National Anthem's right. playing. Right,
1: and screaming and talking. and Right. Yeah. you
0: know. Um,
1: yeah, is that respectful?
0: Right. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, and, 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 and again, I, I don't want to... Well, let's be honest. If you're wearing an American flag, bikini, no. Yeah. It's well, not. <laughs> it's not disrespectful. Well, it's also supposed
1: to be illegal from what I understand. Right. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to oh, that's... wear oh. the flag in any kind of, right. like T-shirts or... You know know what? I have to send you the picture. I
2: posted it on Instagram. This is on a side note. I have a neighbor across the lot from where I live at. And on the back of his Jeep Cherokee is a huge American flag, you know, just waving and everything. And I'm like, uh, again, just I think it's funny when I see that. I said, anybody that feels that patriotic, right? I'm like, well, I know he's white. And I assume (laughs) several times a day he has a conversation of, look, I'm not a racist, but. You know, that's what's <laughs> like. I'm probably wrong, but you know, a black
1: neighbor, <laughs> right? Th- through, my,
2: through my lens, when I see that, I don't think uh, he's probably. Uh, but that's you know, that spin.
1: Like right, you have right. seen it so many times that you automatically assume. As soon know? as it's I like, see oh. the
2: overly patriotic person, I immediately go, "Uh huh." We know, I, you know, you, you use your so called patriotism to attack other people. Because you're more American than they are, so your way has to be right. And again, it's just the spin. Yeah. You know? Well,
1: when I bought a house, I was given an American flag for my house, and I don't have a flagpole, <laughs> so uh-huh. I so I hung it in my basement. You know, I didn't want it to you know get all wrinkled. And someone, you know, I was showing someone the house, and they're like, "You have an American flag? Oh, you're not that person." And I was like, "I'm not that person. What do you mean by that? It's, it's the flag of our country. Oh, well, you're not like that." are you and I was like that I'm proud to be an American I mean I'm I'm not Lee Greenwood but you know yeah of course I'm proud to be an American you know I, I said that is just the weirdest thing now that it it has become so completely polarizing that an American flag flying in my basement is pause for someone to question who I am as a person I just, I, I was flabbergasted by that. I couldn't well, believe it. it like, the one symbol that is supposed to be the uniting, well, contributing, right. you know, well, everybody together faction of this country is like, oh. Well,
2: you know, honestly, it's, it's funny. And again, for on this topic, the one time I really feel that it's okay for me to be get into full America mode, just cheer me the Olympics. Yeah, absolutely. At least during uh-huh. the Olympics. There's nothing wrong with being proud to be an American. I could just root for the American team. Well, and, and everything. there's something it's... if you aren't. Right. But you can – but – you know, again, we say in sports now that's okay, but again, how we then come back and talk about things right. again, American, you know, because think about it, we have uh, how many people tonight are probably enjoying a good argument as a Green Bay Packer fan oh, yeah. with somebody that roots for the Bears, and you know, you know, somebody, excuse my friend, you know, oh, they a bunch of pussies, blah blah blah, you know, it's sports talk, right? Right? But I bet you, if I told you a bunch of things that we know as sports talk, so-called locker room talk we it so easily applies to our political discussions oh, now yes yeah right and part of it just says all right you know what when i'm just yelling about football or something like that i almost feel i'm allowed to be an ignoramus <laughs> it's okay well, it's fo- it's only football right 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 it's only I, well
0: <laughs> exactly it's right it's a sporting event that's you right. know it's supposed uh, to be a release release. A yeah. well and it's supposed to be entertainment mm-hmm. and now and now politics has become entertainment it's become theater Right. Well, yeah, the same. It's the same spin. You got to get
2: someone's attention. You get your trailer, whatever. You your sound bite. You that's, well, you just compete for proving small somebody else over.
1: wrong. Well, but h- know, h- I am again. right. You're wrong. I am amazing. You are not. I am well, a good person. You're the bad person. There's no middle. There's well, no middle at and, all. And,
0: and not that I'm a big regulation guy, and I'm not implying that in this, uh, but. Because there I- are so many outlets and there is so much competition you yell for your attention. Right? You've got to almost go to that, you know, somebody standing on the street corner who says, I'm going to kill myself does not get as much of attention as a guy standing on the 10th story leaning out over the ledge, you know, um, both may have the same capability of killing, you know, uh, but He's going to get it because he's shouting louder or he's higher up. He's a dude He's higher up. Well, but my point being is.
1: He's got goals. Well, you know what?
0: God bless him, um, but but I that's think a that's a discussion. I was going right? to say,
1: not if you commit suicide. <laughs> that's a whole other discussion we
0: have had. was right? like, it's a cry for help.
1: Hey, was it? it was it really? was it really? Maybe it was <laughs> yeah. just Darwin. Yeah,
0: but but again, it's but it's but it's who's screaming the loudest because there is so much competition for your ears and your eyeballs and and.
1: It, Unless you're consuming um, any kind of media, then there's only six people that own everything or six companies. everything. but I think to your point that I think that's why independent things, you know, like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all those, you know, Pinterest, whatever. I think they've all become so popular because it's their way of saying, hey, look at me. Well, look what I know.
0: I mean, how many people do you see on, on, on Facebook? complaining about oh their bad day or their dog died or they're or they're reaching out for sympathy or they're mm-hmm. looking for the attention leaving
1: and, the uh very vague slightly vague, sad the vague comment. Book post guy yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: you know that And then something they, bad I can't believe that happened. Me, yeah. i am like I can't believe you posted that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you know yeah. and, and, you, and uh, what? Your shoelace broke. You know right, I mean right. oh no. But know. again,
1: perception, you know what you believe to be something that is earth shattering the next person. Oh yeah. Well, you know what? I was uh, chased by a wild pack of wolves to get here. So yeah, yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> sorry about your shoelace though. Yeah. <laughs> well, again,
0: perspective. and But I, 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 I mean, my opinion is I, I think part of what has, this has evolved into is the fact that there are way too many outlets to communicate. Mm. And again, the competition for, Screen time, FaceTime, you know your ears, um, and, and only so many people would want to use those to actually communicate. Mm-hmm. Well, and and you know uh, that was
1: for legitimate purposes. Well, you know,
0: <laughs> and there might be some people out there and say, "Well, gee, Steve, you're the you know well, you're the pot calling the kettle black by having a podcast." Yeah, but, kettle. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you know what? I <laughs> prefer <laughs> pot.
2: Sure. <laughs> well, one thing that happened it always cracked me up. This was uh, when I remember when I first got on Facebook it was probably. 2006, 2007, and I was enjoying it, and I was saying to myself how I, what I liked about Facebook versus more so MySpace at the time, right, was I can actually get it, have a conversation with somebody. We can comment back and forth, so for not being in the same room uh, or having to be like on a bulletin board, you know, the oh, school day the when days when we had to be there at the same time, I can have a conversation with somebody. We can mm. discuss it, other people can join in the conversation and then it cracked me up when I started hearing about people as Twitter started growing in popularity It's like oh I'm leaving Facebook I'm going to Twitter because I want to say what I want to say and not have everybody I don't need everybody commenting on it and I was like well what's the point of being on social media if you just want to yell out into the wilderness but you don't if you didn't want to share your thought you didn't want to invite discussion why are you sharing it you know but people just want the outlet
1: Mm -hmm. they want to state an opinion right and some
2: people don't want the discussion anymore. That's yeah, they don't want to. You know.
1: So <laughs> I like Twitter. <laughs> right. But I just, you know I just I'm a lurker. I just like reading stuff.
2: Right, but you know what? But but there's some people out there that really do. You know, because what have the happens?
1: Same morons on Twitter. Right. But go... it's such a bad day today. Oh, I
2: think Twitter is, in some ways, worse because you can have so many people that just pop up out of nowhere. Yeah, but you can jump get rid on of them. Them
1: so much easier. Yeah, but they're not people you know. Well,
2: yeah, and the dragging <laughs> and everything else, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> you know, it's it's hard, and it happens in everybody. I'm like, you know, uh, it's almost amazing that you have anybody that can be a blowhard anymore because there's right. a group waiting to rise up to drag you down. Oh, absolutely. For whatever you said, no matter what you are, you yeah. Know? How dare you have an opinion? You're not safe, you know. <laughs> What'd you say about Beyonce? You know, the Bayhive <laughs> lurking. They're always there, you know. Well, we're so sensitive. There's always a group waiting to be mad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I I applaud her for her success, but I don't get it.
2: Oh, uh, what oh, Beyonce. Beyonce? Oh,
1: <laughs>
2: I feel the same way about like Taylor Swift, but all these people. Same. But guess what? They all have a talent that I don't have, and they had the drive or the opportunity well, to maximize it. So you know what? I, and I'm okay with that. I'm, that I'm, I'm, absolutely. Hands you can, you
0: can, well, you can start bashing me, but I mean Taylor's. It, it, num- my the, the John, who the gentleman who gave us our opening music, yeah. okay, has a very definite opinion on Taylor Swift. Okay,
1: <laughs> well, being a musician, sure. I can't imagine why. He and would... <laughs> and a lot of it
0: has, to, I mean, re- realistically, it's if it was a financial opportunity because her father had the money to back her to do these things that a lot of people don't have the opportunity right. to do. Uh, whether you think she has talent or not, that's I used other... to
1: think she was an American Idol contestant i had no idea who she was yeah i
0: i can't listen to that i uh, that's just not my. i have music. a hard
1: time listening to any music now i, uh, I you know just... i l- turn it on and i'm like so they just i understand you know back in my day i understand they had a <laughs> chorus and it repeated but now it seems like the lyrics are the chorus and i just can't we right. just
0: can't anymore. Well, again, sound bites, quick, snappy. Yeah. I mean, hip hop.
2: Attention changed deficit disorder. Right. <laughs> the,
1: the things
0: people listen to. You know, we one.
2: We're also older, mm-hmm. and just like uh, all old people, we've come to you know. Bet we that's always been around back in my day. Right. You well, know, I'm like you know we didn't have rap like you. Know, it was like you had to actually listen to people. Although early rap came out you couldn't understand what they were saying because they were all yelling and screaming on the mic, you know, evolution, but well but, music, but that would changes. make you
1: that would make you pause and like really take it in and you have to wear headphones and you want to hear <laughs> what he said versus what he right. said. I, I, I always think of like I know I'm getting older when I think of one of my old bosses, he always used to say, you know, I like that song One bourbon, one shot, one beer, because it tells a story. <laughs> <laughs> And I get what he means by that now because I'm like, just, just, it seems like we're all just speaking to fill the void or singing in this instance. It's like, we're not, there's no, it's, it's quality has gone out the window and it's (laughs) purely quantity. How much, how much can I produce that just inundates somebody?
2: You know what? While I'm over here laughing, I'm just like, my God, gonzo porn has taken over the world. Yeah. We no longer make the feature. It's all gonzo. It's, it's all individual <laughs> scenes,
0: little snapshots. Oh, it Hunter S. Else. Thompson
1: would be so happy. Right.
2: Nobody's well, writing a script
0: anymore right. with bad acting. I, I want to know oh, all these pizza boys out of, out of business. Right. All, all these pizza delivery boys have no place to go. Um,
1: and everybody's right. pets are clean.
2: Yeah. It was social media and all the delivery services we have. You know, God, we need more feature porn now. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm a movie driver, but
2: you know. there's, there's no, yeah, there's, there's no, uh,
1: Oh, they don't make like the movies anymore? No. Right. See, I don't know. Well, yeah, they, they, I'm uh, probably the only person that's But then your intelligent the brain would come in and be
2: like, well, I couldn't afford to pay my Uber driver, so I'm like, What do you mean you couldn't afford to pay him? It's through the app. What? Your credit card dec- Yeah. How did your credit card decline yeah. before you got adhere? after I'm like, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah, and how did it- you wanted to screw up?
0: Horror you know? writing. <laughs> <laughs> well it is. it is.
1: Maybe that's what our next step uh, forte should be. <laughs>
0: yeah. know, I'm, I'm bad movie writing. Well that would be uh, Oh ours would be yeah, the don't best you have to put a credit order. card in to get the app to work yeah, in the first right, place? Exactly. All I, the
1: things it's it's th- that would ruin it. A convoluted plot.
0: Right. It would have to be. It would have to be. Well, it was my, I lost my phone. Actually, In you know that,
1: the Uber.
0: Well, there we go. Because then the Uber driver could come back and bring them their phone. Yeah, I know. Anyway, um, <laughs> I have a phone from my Uber driving
2: days that I'm just like, where the hell? It, it was, I just, I don't remember when I put it in my glove box. It's not my phone. It's got a bright pink case on it. And nobody ever contacted me to get it. And I'm just like. Well, no, because they, you, you they lost their phone. How are they going to call you? But how do you not know you lost your phone or to the... You know what I mean? You know you lost your phone. You and you know me, it's an Uber. Right. You knew I was the last person, so like, oh. you like you kind of know how to find me because, trust me, I've had people get in touch with me because they've left their IDs and everything else in the car. And I'm like, oh, okay. But, oh.
1: <laughs> it's your phone.
2: It's your connection I, to the world. How else are you going to speak your opinion without your phone? Yeah.
1: Well, actually talk absolutely. to people?
0: Yeah. Physically stay on the street corner and talk oh, dare to you.
1: people. Have a conversation? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: this has taken quite a turn now hasn't it right. as it but usually does it does i i it's it's never what's on topic so
1: so what's the, what's the solution steve i you know
0: <laughs> like i said i'm not a big regulation guy but i i honestly believe that number one i don't care who's in the white house they shouldn't be allowed to tweet
1: oh yeah I think that should be like a, and, and, something and, you have to sign. Well, <laughs> I'll
0: agree, you know. And I want
1: to see going forward, I want to see everybody's tax returns. I don't well, care if you're my mayor because well, you're the president. Okay, we're not, we're not going dog, there. We're not going my there. Dog catcher. But you want to see them all. On one hand, I kind of like
2: <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm not going to say obviously, you people who listen to this other than you don't know me, but I'm like I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. On one hand, I like the thought of the leader being able to sometimes guess what I want to I want to speak directly to you without calling a press conference I have the means to reach out like this. I'll
0: agree with that I'll right. I'll agree with and I think for the most part the type of tweeting that was done in the previous administration was what it, call it an official White House account or right exactly all right, it's it was a, more presidential a little bit more presidential a little bit more informative right. I don't need to have the the leader of the country I live in calling Meghan Markle my Mark, nasty. Right. On Twitter. That's, I want to know what's going on in legislation. What's going on in my government? Mm-hmm. I think that would is it would be a right. fabulous use of that. Here's the bills that hit my desk today. I don't want the president to
2: be in touch with the common man. You're the president of the United States. I don't feel like you should have that much you you, you're supposed to be a little bit better in my opinion you should be a little bit more accomplished should you be able to sympathize should you be able to understand what each and every citizen has to maybe deal with yes but i don't when you communicate with me be presidential be Be (laughs) be (laughs) presidential be
0: like speak from your official office right
2: well right (laughs) Uh,
0: speak like like you know uh, like when obama called
2: kanye a jackass at least it was you know he was in an interview the mic was still on it wasn't like he got on twitter and was like kanye is such a jackass right, right. you know it wasn't <laughs> well, something to be broke yeah, and he like, said it but he didn't say it to the world you know even right
0: even if you don't I mean, to me if the president's speaking to me or to speaking to the country should be like somebody's parent talking to their child
1: all oh, right and and not yeah.
0: not by dumbing it down not in that sense right. but have that sense of authority over me and by tweeting some of the things he's tweeted in the statements he's tweeted it totally negates that the yeah. sense of authority has gone away
1: well and not to mention just the misspellings i mean how do you have any credibility but
0: and but you know what again we
2: talked you you brought it up genius this man's base loves him well he knows how to talk to his people his people (laughs) listen he's connected to him and that loyalty amongst his base that sometimes whenever you know, just when you see what he does, it's like, what the heck is he doing? But I'm like, there's 42% of the population that's absolutely loving it right oh, now.
1: Oh, we're up to 42 now.
2: I think last I heard, his approval rating was at 42%. Um,
1: well, he is the P.T. Barnum of the 21st century. Right, I mean, he yeah. is the ultimate self-promoter, the ultimate snake oil salesman. I mean, he is yeah. the ultimate. And he's been that way forever. So I guess- I Donald guess when, Trump's
2: been Donald Trump. You well, yeah, say, yeah, and, yeah. and
1: he's unapologetic for it. Yep. You know, I mean, he, he is, and, 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 is... and, and,
0: and that's not an appeal for me, but that's, that's probably why he has the rating he has with his base is, has he done anything that he didn't say he was going to do or attempt to do? You know, he, he didn't, you know, a lot of people say, Oh my God, he wants to build this one. He, he said he wanted to build the wall. He said he wanted to build the wall. Right, right. You know, I mean, so in some cases, it, I think, there's a, yeah. maybe a little bit of, oh my God, somebody's actually doing what they said, or at least attempting to do what they said. Right. You know, and making that effort.
1: Oh, I get the appeal. Right. I clearly so, get
0: the appeal. Yeah. That's, that's the appeal. You know, um, again, not a politician. Um,
1: but isn't he, though? I mean, well, to me, he's like the ultimate politician. He's able to say and spin anything he wants to he has make def- it look the way he wants it to look. Guess what?
2: He is, he's, we've already seen it. He's not the last. He's oh. redefined the mold of right. what's allowed to be a politician. And like you said, he's always been the ultimate politician.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, to To be it.
1: considered an ultimate businessman that can make deals yet to have... Failed airlines and colleges and uh, vodkas right. and you know I mean like the list. But goes he's kept wrong. his image. He's man. But he is still his brand. this. You know, my name is in gold. Right. Well, so therefore, I am. So I am gold. You know.
0: Right. Well, and again, I I don't know anybody that. Um. Uh, I don't know anybody personally that would put them – that would want to run for office right now. Oh, who in, would? In, you know, with, yeah. with the scrutiny and everything else that goes along with it, and then to have somebody openly seek it and thrive on it. And, oh. I, well, and, it and, takes and it's, a
1: special kind of crazy. Right. You know, I mean, when, when John McCain kept running and running, and I said, there has to be something in – or Hillary, you know, just keep running and running and forcing yourself on these people after you've lost – it just—you have to have something in your DNA that continues to spur you well, forward. Well, and, and I
0: think with McCain, I—I'll—I'll I'll say it was party loyalty mm. more than anything else. And—and and again, high-profile guy mm. in the party, and yeah. that's who you want to throw I think out. Hillary, there. was true
2: desire. Oh, Hillary true, was just—I want to be president.
1: Oh, well, she clearly. wasn't
2: supposed to lose the way she pushed
1: uh, Sanders. aside. Uh, <laughs> So, that was a that was a thing of uh, sheer, you know, uh, competitiveness at its best. Well, oh no, not today. It reminded me of uh, <laughs> if I had to compare, you know, sim- nah. make a similar comparison is <laughs> when when Trump went to the G summit, the, the G summits, uh, summit 7 summit, yeah. I think it was last year, and he pushed that guy yeah, from the other out of, country right. out of the it, way. It, I'm yeah. like, "Oh my god. Yeah. That that completely <laughs> well, is the complete picture of our country." Out of my way pal. We don't, know well, who, we don't know we don't know who you are. Well, no, turn. Well, let
0: me pose this to you then too. Are we coming into an era? And again, not to be a conspiracy guy, but <laughs> part of this is gonna pop up. Uh, and any of you guys have read The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? I saw it's the book. It's been movie. a while. It's been okay. a while. You've read the book <laughs> Douglas Adams, yeah. Okay, Douglas Adams. That's when I was a kid, yeah. All right. And the whole purpose of Zaphod being the president of the universe. Was to distract people mm. with his shenanigans, mm-hmm. so the people who were really running the universe could get mm. away with stuff.
1: Oh, absolutely! <laughs> I, I, I think I I, I was going to bring that point up earlier. I, I think at this point, you know, given all the communication, given how easy it is to literally reach out and touch somebody, you know, as the old Nobel uh, commercials used to say, it would be so easy not to have a president. That do one. we really need a leader? Do we really need someone representing hey, us to do, the world?
2: Do we first? It goes all the way back to God. Get rid of the electoral college to start with. Uh, <laughs> we don't need that anymore. Yes, we do. A, yes, you do. I here no my state.
1: Every state has a say. I, I I will argue that all the time. It it <laughs> it might be something that we else other than what it is as it is, but if we do not have every state having equal representation, we are no longer a nation.
2: Every state, and again, this is a good sidetrack, <laughs> we all agree. <laughs> on. For what Montana gets for their electoral votes f- versus New York, Montana actually carries more, although obviously to win New York, you get more electoral votes mm-hmm. compared to population. Montana's citizens carry more weight than a New York citizen. The one single person, because only a hundred thousand people may be there for their four. Like well, I don't know how many electoral votes Montana gets. i obviously I'm generalizing here, but for New York, for their two hundred, that's now divided over multiple millions of people. Mm-hmm. The actual weight of those electoral votes is less. So now Montana, in a sense, has more weight than a New York does. Hey,
1: move to Montana. But
2: Right. But then it's like, OK, raise up
0: some dental floss.
1: But it's say
2: like every state should have a thing. But then I'm like, if I can move to another state, yeah, my vote should still count. So I'm strictly in that camp of the popular vote should determine it. But we have a political machine. It's already in place. We have the tradition that's there. I think we can make some very good arguments for and against. I don't know if there's any middle ground sometimes because people just don't want change. You know, but should we have another election where how can you're the president of the country because you won the electoral vote, but you lost the popular vote?
1: Well, that would continue to happen.
2: Yeah. It's going to it's still going to happen. But is that right? Should we have a system where we could have that, you know, uh, continue to play out?
1: Hey, move, move to Montana. You want, you want to, (laughs) you want to, you want to spring something on all those people living in Montana? Diversity.
2: Right. You know, or
1: but you can't, I I get what you're saying. And I, and I, and I understand that argument, but we were, we were a country founded on every state having a say. And if we don't continue that, where are we as a nation? You know, I understand the whole argument of, you know, one man, one you vote. Don't, but if you live in a state that has a lot of people and a lot of people that lean a certain way, then go somewhere else. You know, there was a number. No,
2: no, like, no, true. You can move. And, and I, I do not disagree with what you're saying. But I'm like, well, every state has a say. And I'm like, all right, yeah, you should have a say in how you run things in your state. Right. And I get where you're coming from. Federal law also dictates what the states do. And I understand why we have our system of congressmen and senators and how that breaks down. And I agree (laughs) with that. But then when it comes to a true national office, the president, that's the only one really true national because everybody else for all the power that they wield. And we talk about we say, oh, you're running for national office. You're still just senator of your state. You know, versus and even though it may you may be having money coming in from all over the country, you know, you're still just a senator of your state. You know you're a congressman, you have a you don't even represent your whole state, you just represent your district, but you get to be nationally known. The president is a national office. Do we really need every state to have its say versus
0: making sure every citizen's say matters? Well, we are not a true democracy. We're no. a republic, correct? And in that sense, the way we do things now—we
1: are a constitutional republic. Too. We are constitutional. <laughs> oh, I understand <laughs> Yes, you're absolutely
0: right. But so that's if if you if you I don't think you could go to a true democracy because the republic, uh, you know, if you look at history, one man, one vote, great. But again, we're
1: then we're Rome.
0: Well, and how long? You know, how long who that says last? we're not? Well, who says we're not wrong?
1: In a lot of ways, we are. Yeah, history you know, I would, a, I would agree <laughs> with you completely if federal government did not carry so much weight. If it really did its constitutional duty and protected us from, uh, what is it? Something uh, foreign and domestic, uh, terrorists, threats, whatever it is. I can't. I'm, I'm a true American. I don't know. You're to pull up the Constitution. But, but um, you know, if, if, if we're really, if the federal government is really supposed to uh, protect us from threats, th- foreign and domestic, then yes, absolutely one man, one vote. But they have so many other fingers and so many other pies. And regardless of whether I agree with the things that we do or not, people shouldn't have to pay for things that they don't agree with. You know, I'm all for, hey, you know what, if you want to do what you want to do, go do it but don't expect me to support you in your endeavor. You know, if that's, if that's the the freedom of choice that we want to have for, uh, for everyone, then we have, you know, we have to extend it to everybody.
0: But now has government has federal government and government in general gotten too big?
1: Of course it has.
0: You know, I mean, I, I tell you, and and I, I hate to admit this, but I'm going to, uh, primaries for the 88 election. Al Gore is running. Al Gore is preaching smaller government. <laughs> Honest to God, and was, the
1: lockbox. <laughs>
0: you know, we need to pare down federal government, and and you know whether your states' rights or federal government's rights. But true, I mean, you look at the sheer volume of what the government
1: does, and overseas, yeah, and
0: overseas, All and, the money. And, and and
1: they hold people hostage, yeah. well,
2: and that's and that's. We talk about the government, but let's be honest, it all boils back down to human nature. Mm. Oh. Eventually, i if I'm in government, right, or I think a good example of it, uh, California Prison Guard Union, right? Oh, yeah. The three strikes law was pushed by them. A lot of laws people don't realize came about because that union wanted to uh bolster job security <laughs> for mm-hmm. the the guard, so we can lock people up for longer, and, and keep them in jail. And had
1: more jobs. Right. And they, had the, prison, then. and they had
2: the money. And, you know, really, we talk about America and all these other things we're coming down to. Eventually, it's just like war. There's a monetary motivation somewhere Absolutely. along the line. And then with all these things we're talking about, a government got as big as it was because somebody probably saw an opportunity. And it was like, well, you oh, know what? Day. We're not doing enough here, well, let's have somebody focus on that. And once one person gets focused on it, and he probably says, I need some help, and maybe legitimately says, okay, let me get some help for that. But then it's like, well, we're not getting enough money to do this. Well, here's some this. Well, that may be more money. And nobody says, well, let me give that back. I don't need all that. It's like, well, what else could I do to justify this? In well, the whole American attitude of keep your budget. well, and that's, You yeah, grow, keep your you budget. do all this, and it, I, it all I have, spiders out. It I, all, I, all I, spiders I, out. I have
0: friends in the private sector who you know, they get new office furniture because the money was there for new office furniture, even though they didn't need new office furniture they didn't they spend that spend five it,
2: grand. Right. They, they won't see it next it. year.
0: Oh, you spend five grand. You didn't spend the office furniture? You don't get that money next year. No, I get you. So, yeah. well, okay, let's wrap this up. Case in point. <laughs> Make your closing argument, Aaron. For what? I don't know. <laughs> for against, right? I don't know.
1: That we're a sports culture? Absolutely. We well, are. Yeah. But, but if we, you know, I... You know, it goes back to my other point, you know, if, if we're not willing to walk in one another's shoes, if we're not willing to listen, like truly listen, I mean, we are a nation of waiting to speak. We are not truly listening to one another. It, it, it's, you know, working in customer service, it never ceases to amaze me how surprised people are when I am actually listening and providing solutions. Mm-hmm. For them. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wow. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm actively listening to you. Right. I'm, I'm hearing the words coming into your ear I'm pro- or my ear. I'm processing it and I'm giving you a solution that is viable and, you know, uh, resolving your issue, you know, w- w- in a reasonable amount of time and in a reasonable manner.
0: So empathy and listening.
1: Well, I mean, if, if we don't start to do those things, where are we? You know, we are, we are, we are slowly in a very, (laughs) slowly, in a very quick pace, becoming idiocracy. You know, all we need is, you know, Luke Wilson to fall into a time capsule. I mean, (laughs) we really are, we're flying towards, you know, having a pro wrestler as our president. I mean, we just, we, we are not interested in looking at problems as something that we can solve. We look at them as something we can argue about and blame and huh. blame. They're, yeah, they're oh blame. yeah, somebody's right. got to be assigned the blame. Right. I mean, that's that goes without saying. But I'm nobody you wants
2: again. Like you're absolutely right. We we do not listen to hear. We listen to respond, mm-hmm. and we and want to, to prove win. wrong. Right. I'm, ah! right. I'm right. I'm right. We listen. <laughs> the ultimate American ad to we win. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter we win, you know, and versus um, I think one of the best examples was what with the growth of the um, the Tea Party within the Republican Party and how they started pushing things to no compromise, no compromise at all on our issues. And I'm just like. We're America, we're built on compromise. Yeah. You try and find things that will do the most good for the most amount of people. Mm-hmm. No, no compromise. And I'm like, that's, that's very un yeah. right. American. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's, you are, this is a uh, nonviolent civil war. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, like you say, I've drawn a line in the sand, I have to win. And but that's but that's both
1: parties, you know. Yeah, you're, oh, yes. you're not oh, yeah. you're not progressive enough for exactly. us. <laughs> oh, <it's> now, <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, it's just it's it's so you know, polarized that it, they're not only are they arguing with amongst themselves, but they're trying to top one another. Well, as, you, you know, as to who's the better uh, representative of their group, I mean, it's just Dave Chappelle ridiculous.
2: Has a great joke, and whether or not you're a fan of him, when he's talking, they asked him oh, can like that. you not be a fan of Dave, of Chappelle. course. Come his on. latest, a lot of controversy of his new special, just oh, really? because the only controversy is because, of course, he still has some jokes about the you know the LGBT community, and I'm just like, shit's funny. You know, like it's just a joke. Get well, over it. You yeah. know, like, but he said somebody asked him, who do you think is going to win the next election? Right. And he's like, I'm not going to be surprised if Trump wins. And he's like, well, "Everybody's like, why is that? He's like, let's be honest. there's two different uh, sets of standards at war here. And if the Democrats don't get to act together, they're going to lose because here it is. Trump's over here allowed to grab all the crotches he want. And you mad at Joe Biden for sniffing hair. Exactly. So, you know, or or like, putting his arm
1: around people. Right. And I'm like, yeah. it's
2: like you know, it's like somebody's yelling like, no, that's a, and I'm like, you got to find a middle ground. Like, right. I'm like, I'm not saying you're wrong. Is there lots of behavior that needs to be corrected, right? But I'm like, hey, this man is not a rapist, for Christ's sake, or, right. you know, for what you want to characterize him as, you know? like, I don't know. What What are we going to do as uh, a society other than try and set the example? Mm-hmm. Uh, you talk about from a customer service standpoint, I think one of the things that's helped me be where I'm at now in customer services because, God, I have so much experience dealing with idiots. Yeah, absolutely. From the days at Enterprise Rent-A-Car, being an insurance agent, working at the casino. I, my God, most of my, many of my guests should happen to hear this. Loved most of my guests, but most of the people you deal with at a casino is caught up in the gambling frenzy there. Complete idiot. A lot of reality <laughs> things right. have lost. But once you've dealt with that to the point of just like, you know what, I don't have to allow your idiotic your idiocracy, your idiocy to be me. I don't have to respond at the level that you're at. And eventually when you, most times when people see they're not going to get a rise out of you, I'm just going to maintain this calm tone. And then it's like, you're not saying anything. I'm like, you're not ready to listen. What do you mean? I'm trying to tell you how I'm going to help you. You know, mm-hmm, I, I heard what you said. I'm trying to help, but I'm like, Hey, hey. Stop, stop, stop. I know it's human nature. You want yeah. to keep mad. You you feel I'm not. I'm like, I'm just trying to help you. And when you're ready, to listen, I'm here. Until then, if you just need to get it out, go ahead and say it. Right. But I'm not going to, I don't have to throw that energy back at you. And I don't have to absorb it either. I'm just not going to be a part of it until... I'm touched. Well, and eventually, (laughs) it's more. Except
1: you're not dying. And I think (laughs) if more people
2: stop and just start to realize, like, hey, hey, you know what? I don't have to go along this path. I don't have to yell and scream all the time. And sometimes it's uh, you got to go to a war games solution. The only way to win is not to play. Well, Uh, and I
1: and I totally agree that it has really amped up. Because I remember when we were at Enterprise, I was like, oh my god, we are actually watching. The de-evolution of man here, you know, we are watching people. Every year we're here, people get angrier and louder. And the the higher you scream, and the more you, you know, stomp around, and the angry letters that you write, you know, people see that it's working. They're getting their way because they're being awful. Yeah. Well, and, and if we continue to reward that, this is where we're this is where we've ended up.
0: Well, this is this is. Um, and... That's the what I what I used to call the Sears and Roebuck mentality. I worked at Sears for a couple of years in the automotive department, the paint department, small appliance department. And Sears never argued with the customer. It was I' have you know my I'm returning the screwdriver that's broken in half. Well, you know you use it as a chisel and a pry bar. You use it for everything but a screwdriver. <laughs> right. No argument. Here's your new screwdriver. it's craftsman tools guaranteed for life. And and people would, I mean, I I can't tell you, I had a guy return three ounces of paint in a can, complained it didn't cover in one coat, and we had to give him another gallon of paint. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he tried, I mean, here, here, have another gallon. Yeah. You know, because it didn't cover like the one coat coverage. Don't mind, he tried to paint his entire house with right. one gallon of paint. Right, right. You know, you say, well, it only supposed to cover 400 square feet. It's one coat coverage. Here you go, sir. Have a nice right. day. Wow. So I call it the Sears Roebuck mentality. Sure. They didn't want to piss anybody off. They wanted to save their name. They wanted that customer back, who was going to come back anyway because they had a Sears card and nobody else would give them credit. You know, but. <laughs> That's what I had to deal with, you know. The the guy I never forget that he brought in the paintbrush. I'm using this brand. The thing had like this much hair left on it. I mean, it was just anyway. Uh, so, um, closing arguments, good, good. Well, um, uh, Ruben, did you get a closing argument, or are you just piggybacking on Aaron's? Yeah, it's all right. Yes.
1: I don't really
2: the the way this discussion. I don't know so much as a closing argument versus uh, what we said is a problem. I spoke my opinion, but I just feel yeah because we
1: both we were both in full agreement. Every time we have this conversation, it's the same. You know, yep, yep, yep.
2: Well, now you've recorded it so you can have it when you're not around. And you know what really made me think about it again. We're trying to wrap this up, but I was watching one of my friends on Facebook years ago. He was so mad as a Democrat, about uh, Bernie Sanders' supporters not getting on board right away with Hillary, you know? And it was like, and and he is a hardcore Bears fan. And I was like, and seriously, I could not tell the difference between some of his posts about, you know, all Packer fans are a bunch of, you know, faggots, forgive me, you know, but this is his post. You know, the language and how he was talking about Bernie Sanders' supporters, and I'm just like... There is no difference. It's, no. I can really can't tell other than, you know, if you take out, you know, you take out Sanders and you put Packers in there, that is the exact same post. That I'm like, he, he's keeping that same energy for something that's, you know, totally two different levels of relevance. Right, you know?
0: right.
1: Well, wouldn't it be nice if we were actually a culture that, that held one ac- another accountable for their these these blatant, you know, subtruths that we have not even, you know, articles that we post that we've only read the headlines, you know, hey, wait a second, you know what, that is actually factually inaccurate. <laughs> like if we were right. all our own little detective and really did a deep dive into an issue rather than just spewing talking points and saying, I know everything there is to know about this. Well, do you really... Have you, have know. you been there? Have you done that? You know, I just don't, I just don't feel like well, you're the expert.
0: <laughs> See, I'm I'm going to bring this. My closing argument is it's all the media's fault mm. because there's, <laughs> because there is too much media. You talk about Aaron, you're talking about how, um, you know, we, we, we get the sound bite. We get the little talking points. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the day where news was a uh, national news wasn't out uh, half an hour. Local news was half an hour. It was news reporting, not news editing. And you spent time reading a newspaper. Now, whether that, and again, newspapers are probably even worse with their editorial. But you know it's editorial, but it was, right. Well, not there even was like the a section paper, for it, though. But there was a section for editorials. <laughs> oh, yeah. But even Hearst. I mean, let's face it. We want to go back in oh, yeah. paper history. Sure. You know. the, well, Spanish- he's the reason
1: we're using paper.
0: <laughs> well, exactly. But, but I mean, even though there, but you read the full thing you didn't read um, A bus headline. bus kills 12 yeah. you know and then read down the article halfway into the third paragraph that right. it was squirrels right, you know? right. You know, you read that article. Oh my God, the bus killed twelve, and then oh, it was just squirrels. Okay, well that's well not... that was
1: probably a whole a whole different podcast. But that's probably one of the reasons we don't read God, everything we, don't. we everything we consume we is in this short, tiny form. Whether well, it's 140 characters or you know well, a blind post of ranting on Facebook, I mean, it's all very small compared to an actual book.
0: Right. I mean, if they didn't read the news for five minutes when I'm in the shower, I wouldn't consume any news.
1: Right,
0: you know. Um, is there a service I can get do a transcript
2: of this discussion so someone can read this <laughs> instead of just having to listen yeah. to it? <laughs> it's so much more entertaining to listen to it, right? You get the context but, and everything else. Uh, well, I don't but, know. Yeah,
0: but that's my opinion. Is, is I really think, like I said, there's just too much mm. hitting us. And you, first well, in
1: factually inaccurate.
0: Well, right. and, and and you get numb to it. Yeah, absolutely. You get numb to it. So instead of seeking it out and And you know, sitting coming home from you know, and again, I'm talking Eisenhower era, but coming home, sitting down from work and reading the afternoon newspaper or getting up and reading the morning newspaper with your cup of coffee, by the time you get home from work, you're so fatigued by media you don't even want to listen to it right. You want to be entertained. And now what's happened is politics has become entertainment, yeah, so controlling a news cycle and right geez. so. That's my opinion. All right. We, we've hit our uh, mark here, so <laughs> I'm going to ding, but uh, again, as ding always, uh, I want to thank Aaron and Ruben for- Thank, uh, thank you. Thank I, you for having king, us again. King and queen of tangents. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, oh, you're the king. Come on. I, am I? Oh, yeah. Am I? I no, yeah, I end up in places I don't even know where I ended up. Yeah, because you call yourself autumn. It's a lot of bouncing, and I'm, uh, I'm okay with that. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: We're okay with your tangents.
0: I'm uh um yeah I'm good I I mean my tangents are so bad they go off the chart so and well, then honest. you forget what you're talking about I'm what, a, was it? what did you say what exactly. I
2: what I just say as a single male in my age group I'm just happy to talk to people yeah <laughs> absolutely
1: <laughs> otherwise
0: I just go home and just uh ye- yell out on <laughs> social media you know <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
0: okay well um thanks guys for again showing up yeah especially. absolutely thanks for having and, us and uh and again you know the mics are always open to you so. Yeah, we'll uh, think of another one. Next time yeah. You, yeah. Um, so um, I want to do a little bit of a follow-up here. Uh, for those of you that uh, listen to the uh, uh, Guinea Pig Heads and Tales of Peru podcast, uh, which was the interviews with my uh, niece, Erin uh, Thomas, um, I just want to give you guys an update. Um, not that anybody may, but I do, I care. So um, she puts out a family email, hopefully once a month, um, but, um, she has, uh, relocated, um, in Peru. Um, part of her email, I'm going to read here directly, uh, several events over the last few months have led me to feel somewhat uncomfortable in my old site and made my work difficult to do. This all ended sometime, this all ended with something that happened while I was in Lima for her in mid-service conference. I was luckily able to inform our safe able to inform our safety and security team who handled the situation very well, but unfortunately made the the decision that it was no longer safe for me to continue serving there. I'm sorry for the very brief and vague summary of what happened. I assure you all that I am okay and I am perfectly safe now. Please don't worry. So um, she has relocated to a slightly different location now. Um, Her mission uh, that she had discussed and what she was doing in, uh, in the province she was working in has changed. Um, but, uh, she is safe and, uh, cruising into what is her, uh, last year there. So, um, um Aaron. yeah, so, uh, hopefully that, um, uh, continues on. So I'd like to thank you all for listening to the Listen Up Milwaukee podcast. Again, thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Ruben. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Listen Up Milwaukee podcast. I am your host, Steve Italiano. You can reach us one of two ways. First, through our website, listenupmke.com. podbean.com, or by email at listenupmke at yahoo.com. We ask that you leave the podcast a positive review either at the Apple iTunes Store or at Google Play. This helps us reach more people the more episodes we deliver and the higher our rating gets. Thank you again for listening. Buona notte, buona fortuna.